Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, September 2nd. We're praying for the nations today and we are entering into the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew. You may remember that the Sermon on the Mount is chapters 5 through 7 and today we're going to read a really well-known passage in that sermon called the Beatitudes. We'll be reading Matthew chapter 5 verses 1 through 20. And then in the Psalms we'll be reading Psalm 7 and this is a request for justice against those who are making slanderous comments. We're reminded in this Psalm that God is the judge and will punish those who persecute the innocent. We'll be reading today in the New American Standard Version starting with Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 20. The title says, The Sermon on the Mount, The Beatitudes. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called Sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. In the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has become tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, Not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say to you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes, and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Before we move on, I just want to make a few comments about the Sermon on the Mount. You notice that Jesus went up on the mountain. I think this is to identify himself with Moses, who went up on Mount Sinai. He's saying, I am greater than Moses. He sat down to teach. This would have been what a rabbi did. He sat down, and he's showing authority over the Scriptures when he talks about the law and he speaks with authority. We went so quickly that I'd like to go back and talk a little bit about what it means to be poor in spirit or those who mourn, etc. Those who are poor in spirit are the humble, those with destitute hearts who sense their spiritual need and seek after God. Those who mourn are the hurting, the one who weeps over the pain of life. And it says here that we can be confident of God's healing and comfort. There's kind of like a fulfillment in this life, but also the fulfillment that as is to come in the new heavens and the new earth. The meek, I love what it defines meekness as here, the harnessed. Meekness is not weakness, but power under control. This implies a humble acceptance of one's lowly position before God. And by trusting in Him, the meek will inherit the blessings of God's fulfilled promises. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, it says, is blessed to be hungry. Those people seek the justice and holiness, and most importantly, God in whose presence is fullness of joy. Then the merciful is denoted as the helpers. For Christians, mercy is spirit-led ability to manifest practical, compassionate, and cheerful love toward the suffering. The pure in heart are the holy. Those who are holy have guileless motives, holy thoughts, and a clean conscience. The peacemakers are the healers, those who join together. Um, It pictures two opposing forces that are now being reconciled. And then finally, those who are being persecuted for righteousness' sake are the harassed. Persecution is suffering wrongly, being punished for righteousness. And although suffering is never fun, those who remain faithful according to the Beatitudes will be blessed. And when we end the podcast today, I want to pray through those Beatitudes again. But first, let's move over to the Psalms. We're in Psalm 7 today, and the theme of this psalm is a request for justice against those who make slanderous comments. O Lord my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and deliver me, or he will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friend, or have plundered him who without cause was my adversary, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life down to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself against the rage of my adversaries and arouse yourself for me. You have appointed judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you and over them return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Vindicate me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity. 
that is in me. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end, but establish the righteous. For the righteous God tries the hearts and minds. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who has indignation every day. If a man does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. He has also prepared for himself deadly weapons. He makes his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, he travails with wickedness, and he conceives mischief and brings forth falsehood. He has dug a pit and hollowed it out, and has fallen into the hole which he made. His mischief will return upon his own head, and his violence will descend upon his own pate. I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. I had to look up that word in verse 16, his own pate, P-A-T-E. It means a person's head. It's just a, another way of saying that the enemies of God and those who bring evil against us will ultimately receive the punishment upon their own head. Okay, we're going to move on because it is Saturday and we want to be praying for the nations and I want to pray through the Beatitudes as well. The nation that we're praying for today is Moldova and Moldova is a country that is between Ukraine and Romania. And anytime I think about Moldova, I think about Oleg Turlock and his wife Natasha and their ministry to Moldova and the surrounding regions. Oleg grew up in Moldova and has gone back there to start several different initiatives. One is an anti-trafficking initiative for the women of Moldova. Also, they are working with persecuted churches in the region of the former USSR. They also do refugee aid, and they work with children with disabilities. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank you for your word. It is a challenge to us, and we want to open ourselves up to correction today. But first, we want to pray for Moldova. We ask, Lord, your blessings on this country, that you would raise up Christians in their midst, and that you would use people like Oleg to do ministry, to protect those who are defenseless. Lord, we ask you to bless us today with these things that we have read in your sermon that you would help us to be humble. And if we are hurting, Lord, to know that ultimately we will be comforted. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to be a kind of people who have power under control. We ask that you would help us to be holy and righteous and those who help others. We pray, Lord, that you would give us just internal motives that are pure and holy and that you would clothe us with compassion. Help us to be peacemakers, Lord, those who join others together, those who help bring about righteousness. And finally, Lord, if we're being persecuted or accused, we pray, Lord, that you would remind us, one, that you were persecuted, but two, 
that ultimately we are going to a place, a kingdom of heaven, where no more persecution will reign, no more abuse, no more accusations. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We pray that as we go forward, that you would be with us, that you would go before us and behind us and around us by your Holy Spirit. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.